Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amatime Podcast, episode 65, part 10. We're back again to talk some Smith F Invitational. Exactly. Back with Mr. Casimir the Swede himself. Yeah, on for the last game now. Yeah, final round. But first, we are going to talk a little bit about our sponsor. So, who is our sponsor, Casimir? Weird Farm Miniatures. The best place for 3D printed miniatures. Weird Farm prints at the highest resolution with the best quality resin. This means that their miniatures look great and are more flexible than regular 3D printed miniatures. Weird Farm are a print shop based in Denmark and are part of the Night Edge community. They offer great service at a good price. Weird Farm miniatures for all your 3D printing needs. Made by Night Fagers for Night Fagers. You can find Weird Farm at weird-farm.dk uh, weird Farm Miniatures out of Denmark. Yes. And uh, you uh, sent me over some of the stuff that we uh, we got from them, some of the samples. So I have like two uh, warrior dudes here, or I don't know if they're like, actually warriors. They're like weird, fucked up mutant guys or something. Yeah. So which uh, which, which ones did you get? Because I'm actually I want to have a a look on the web shop as we talk about it. So what do you know? What they're um, called? Not really. Like there's a guy on stilts. Uh, with uh, a staff, yeah. Like I, I think you showed him in the in your video. Yeah, I did. Uh, so, so if, so you, if like you're listening to the podcast and you wanted to um, to have a look at what we're talking about, you can uh, you can go to Amatime Podcast on YouTube, and I did a video doing an overview of how the miniatures look and like looking at the quality, and just to give you guys a, a real good sense of actually how good this printing company are. So. Uh, as we've alluded to, Weird Farm are making 3D printed mon- uh, Weird Farm are producing 3D printed miniatures. Um, they have quite an extensive um, repertoire, let's say, of all sorts yeah, of different model, stuff. Model library. Yeah, and you can go on their web shop and, and also um, on their web shop, they kind of they have a like a filter that you can filter through um, like Ninth Age factions which makes it quite easy for you to navigate if you're just looking for something that's relevant for your faction um i think the website is actually really good it's quite easy so i've actually found this one that we're mentioning customer it's called it's called a scrap shaman and it's on the it's on bestaria miniatures so you can also search by miniature designer and it's from Bestarium Miniatures. So if you want to check it out, you can have a look there. So tell yeah. us about this one, Casimir. What, what are you going to use it for first up? And what does it look so, like? So I think it's going to... First, I thought I was just going to have it as a unit filler and a unit of warriors. But I think I'm going to put it in uh, my like a unit of um, Orsworn, the uh, the 40mm base guys. Okay. So... Uh, so I think it will fit quite well. Like I got another dude. I think his name is like Shakt the Entangler uh, from Daybreak Miniatures, and he's like this really large, uh, like bare-chested warrior dude with uh, 
with a big uh, grave weapon or something. And I think like having these two and some other random miniatures in a unit of force form would look quite cool. So that's the plan. And mm -hmm. I, I have to say, I'm really impressed by the fact that like, so this guy is on stilts and these stilts are not really that thick. So when I ordered it, I thought like, this is a good, you know, trial to see like if these, you know, if, if this is really good 3D prints, it will hold up. And it, I would say it really does like, uh, if we got this printed by, you know, by just like a hobby printer, I think it would probably break pretty quickly, but it feels really robust. And uh, the fact that it's like not really uh, so brittle, I think will mean that I can actually like use this without just killing it in the, in the first game. Yeah, the, the kind of material that, that you get from, from this, this printer, the, it's actually really good. Like the, it's, it's not brittle in any way, like with lots of 3D prints. And it's it's also a little bit like flexible as well. So, um, yeah, I'd kind of compare it to like Gaming Workshop plastic, but obviously it's resin. Yeah, but like one thing that makes it a lot nicer, I think, is that uh, like there was no cleanup really. There was like a couple of uh, points where supports had been attached that I had to clean. But other than that, like I put together his like two, I think two arms or one arm maybe, and uh, that was it. Then the model was done, and like it took me, you know, like one minute or something, and I, I thought that was actually really, uh, really positive because uh, I actually absolutely hate like putting together fucking Games Workshop plastic models with a hundred bits. <laughs> and all the mold lines. All the mold line. Yeah, all the mold lines, and then like all the gluing and shit. That you look at, and you did one, and you're like, oh, fucking thirty more to go. Great. <laughs> cool. So, um, describe this model for those who are listening on the podcast. Uh, the uh, so the the first one uh, or the second it's one the scrap the, the yeah so yeah. he's like so he's uh, he's on like these uh, two uh, wooden poles that he's standing on and he's kind of tightrope walking forward and in his right hand he has like this uh, big claw which is quite printed very nicely or like a clawed hand with a talisman hanging off it's also like uh, printed completely with the little rope and a skull and shit and in his uh, left arm he has a, a well like a a staff with bones on it and shit. He also seems to be wearing like a, it looks like a gas mask, but made of a fucking rib cage or something yeah. that connects to his mouth. As I, I thought that you'd actually be using this as a sorcerer when you when I looked yeah. at it. But I guess... I mean, maybe. I already have so many sorcerer models. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like, I, I painted one already, but uh, I and I think I have like at least two or three more, but... I'm, so I'm, I'm thinking of just like kind of putting shit into units to give some variety, basically. Yeah, and he also give you quite a bit of height because it's quite. It's exactly. not like well, if you look. I'm looking at the picture on their website, and I think the, the base that's given is a probably about a thirty millimeter base. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's pretty tall. It's maybe what I don't know. It's kind of it's bigger than an ogre, but shorter than a giant kind of height. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I would say he's probably. Yeah, he's he's about the he's about slightly larger than or taller than against Workshop Ogre. Yeah, with the stilts on. With the stilts on, yeah. Because he, yeah, because he's like a thirty-two millimeter guy, but then he's like a a full, I don't know, twenty at least millimeter higher up because of the stilts. Yeah, and and there's so much detail on this model, like crazy, yeah, crazy. crazy detail. Yeah, um, he has like a little pot with skulls and a little ladle in it. Uh, yeah. in his pair on Did the, the side, I only just noticed skull. that actually now. Did the ladle come out? Yeah, yeah, it's it's there. It's all rendered. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it's really what, nice. How would you describe about the detail? Because we talked about the quality of the resin, but what's how is the detail? 
I mean, it's 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 perfect. I think this really looks like you know the pic when you see the pictures of the three D uh, like renders online. Like this, just this looks like like that basically. Like there's nothing. I can't see anything that's been lost in the printing process, which is really nice. And the smooth surfaces are really smooth as well. Like you can't tell the uh, the the print layers or something like that. So yeah, he said something about doing it like a really small layered thing. But I, so I guess that that worked. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, uh, don't bother me with the technical details. I just want results. Yeah. <laughs> and so how about the next model that you got? Uh, this one's called Shacked the Entangler. And it's yeah. from Daybreak so Miniatures. He's like a bit, yeah, he's a bit more traditional for a warrior figure, I think. So he has, like, kind of bare chest and armored legs, like a wide stance. He's uh, holding one arm forward and another one back with like a big uh, grape weapon. And has, looks a little bit like Sauron Ancient inspired with two, uh, I don't know what to call them, like kind of spiked, like the ends are two two blades facing outwards with spikes and shit. Yeah. And he has like a skull and a shoulder pad and some horns on his helmet and stuff to, like that. To me, it looks like um, the new Gamers Workshop uh, Wrath models. Like yeah, exactly. A little bit like that. It's kind of a bit like, it looks like a bit like a slaughter priest. Like the corn guys, yeah, like, yeah, like, you're right. Kind of naked right. at the yeah, top with like shot. a little bit of arm armor and like armored legs. So, what are you going to yeah, use this guy as? I think he's. So my plan right now is he is also going to go into these two are going to be like the start of my Forsworn unit, I think, and then I'll find some other like big big dudes to put on forty mm bases. Cool. Uh, I think I have like some Blight Kings from Games Workshop to put in there. Maybe I'll. I think I have some other. Like corn dudes or big marauder moles. I might have a, a, match a bit. I might have a couple of things actually, for you. Cool, cool. Yeah, and like I mean, I actually it was kind of interesting because we um, we've had this uh, uh, gift exchange thing on the Knifeage websites, and when I was figuring out what to send, I was like going through my all my boxes of warrior miniatures, and like I opened them, and I got like really excited because I'm like, should I have so many cool moles? You know, I should I should actually build this army. <laughs> Because I really, I really accumulated everything, kind of, and then I kind of lost steam with the project and uh, did something else. <laughs> you got into dwarves. <laughs> no, I think at that point the pro it was before the dwarves. It was the problem was that I had a torment, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to paint all this, so I guess I'm just painting a bit more UD, and that took forever because <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever to paint those. Fair. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was that was uh, the models that Casimir got from uh, the Weird Farm miniatures. You can find them at weird-farm.dk. And you can, if you have any questions about them, uh, feel free to get in touch with us and uh, we can let you know what we think. So, Casimir, game four, five? I don't know, the final round. Five. The final round. Game five of the Smith F Invitation. So, this is the 6,000 point bonanza. Exactly. So, uh, who are you playing against? I, I'm, I'm drawing a, a real ace this time. I'm drawing Matty P with his warriors. Oh, easy, easy twenty then. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, so he has this really, really blocky warriors list. Like, just, just, I would say, like a lot of quite big punchy units. And I, I get, I think that's going to be a bit difficult for the uh, the old vermin, to be honest. Yeah, when I'm, I'm, I'm just having a quick glance at the list now, and I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, and I like, I mean, so 
I think I'm already consigned myself to the fact that I will not be able to like shoot this uh, list off. Like, there's too there's too much many wounds, you know. Uh, but I do think so. One thing that I have in my favor is the uh, underground tunneling mechanics. Okay. So yeah. in my in my full list, I will have like a, I'll have four tunnel markers. So the most I can have, I'll have the guy who can move them around and explode them to make like little mini rafagots, basically. Yeah, um, yeah, could work. Do they? Does yeah. it AP on those guys? On those? Uh, that is a good question. I think there's at least there. It's like at least AP one or two. Okay. I'm not quite sure. It's like strength four AP one or strength four AP two, something like that. And then, unfortunately so it's, for it's, everyone, it's hold the ground and frontline clash, which is I don't know why this is always <laughs> the last scenario of tournaments, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's going to be really difficult. But it, so what I'm hoping to do is essentially to like. You know, kind of hopefully lure Matt into some a slightly false sense of security, and then the fact that I can like appear, you know, like tele essentially appear huge rank and file units on a flank, I think will really go in my favor in this game uh, to uh, to allow me to get some much better charges off. So you think you you really need to kill him, but instead of going for the objective? Yeah, because I, I think the problem is that I don't have anything that's good enough to just stand on the objective and just stand there the whole game. Like, I think I want to I wanna contest the objective and then try to get uh, favourable fights, basically. Yeah, so, so before we get too much into it, let's talk about what's actually in the list. So maybe yeah. I'll take us through Matt's list and then you can talk about your own list. Yeah, sure. Okay, so Matt's list. So the A list, um, this is... a. Obviously, it's 6,000 points, so it's A plus B plus C. So the A-list, uh, the general is a sorcerer, wizard adept and alchemy, light armor with destiny's call, and book of arcane mastery with a lucky charm. He's got 30 warriors with great weapon, full command, and a zealot spanner, which is the uh, extra supporting attack. Five chosen knights with wrath, waste and torch, full command. Five Feldrax Halberd Flaming Standard, full command. Four Wretched Ones. Uh, in the B list, he's got ten Warriors with Lust, Standard Bearer, Banner of Relentless Company, Musician Champion. Uh, yeah, so full command. Six Feldrax uh, Standard Bearer Champion, Flaming Standard. No Musician, interestingly. <laughs> Uh, don't five, need to turn around if you only want to go forward. <laughs> true. Five Knights, Lust, Musician, Champion. Uh, in the C list, he's got a second Sorcerer, Adept on Evocation. Uh, light Armor, Essence of Mithril, Paired Weapons, Rod of Battle, Lord of the Damned, Master of Retards. Uh, three, so he's got ten Warriors, Lust, and a Bearer, Banner of Relics Company, Musician, Champion. Five Wretched Ones and a Forsaken One. Okay, so what you're looking at, Casimir, you got... He's got two blocks of Wretched Ones, one Forsaken One, two units of Feldrax, 30 Warriors, and a little bit of Chaff with... And five, five Chosen oh, Knights. Oh, five Chosen well. Knights, and yeah, <laughs> some Warrior Knights. Is, I mean, 340-point Chaff with two units of 10 less Warriors hanging out as well. Yeah, so, so basically it's like... <laughs> Four unit combat units that I probably can't beat head on, as well as two units of wretched ones and a forsaken one. <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, three com. Yeah, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot to deal with. I have to say. Um, but then but I, I do, you also have yeah. six thousand points to deal with it. 
Yeah, exactly. So in my list, uh, in the base A list, I have the Runus Dictator with uh, Adept Occultism. I am the Senate and Avatar Favana. So he has multiple wounds, D3, Swift Stride, and he reduces the crumble of uh, units by their rank bonus. Then I have a Swarm Priest on a Sacred Platform, the Bell. He's an Adept on Witchcraft with Tome of the Rat King. Uh, so he can use the uh, Hereditary as a Bound Spell and add more Rat Swarms to those units. Uh, I have uh, 45 Legionaries with Spears and Shields, Full Command and Legion Standard. Uh, 43 Legionaries with Shields, uh, Full Command and a Legion Standard. Two units of 50 uh, Slaves with Tunneling Tools and Musicians. Uh, 12 Fetish Brutes with a Champion. And 2 times 12 uh, Shadow Stalkers with Pistols. Uh, in my B list, I have a Prefect who's a Rakashit Technocrat. So he gives his aim to uh, any shooting unit, basically. So a free plus. And he has a Giselle. Uh, then I have four Mermilla Brutes with Rotary Guns and Eagle Standard. Uh, uh, six weapon teams with uh, Giselles. Uh, another unit with three weapon teams with Deep Fire Throwers. Uh, eight Ignifier Grenadiers. And three Dreadmill Chariots. Uh, in my C list, I have a Bloodfur Legate on a Praetorian Brute with Sacred Aquila uh, on his Eagle Standard, as well as Destiny Call and Halberd. So Sacred Aquila gives you bow focus for units. So he's obviously going in the the fattest brutes to give them bow focus. Uh, then I have House Prefect with uh, who's a Stygian Overseer and Map of the Deeps, so he can move around the tall markers as well as explode them. Uh, then I have forty five Legionaries with spears and shields, uh, full command and a rending banner, twelve giant rats, and two times uh, legionary drill teams and a Stygian Earthbreaker as well. Okay. Do you do you feel that your legionaries can uh, hold up to any of the combat blocks? Uh, I would say not head on. So like this. So the, here comes in the thing. So I have two uh, drill teams who can go into. Uh, so I have three units of legionaries basically. One is gonna house my uh, sacred platform uh, essentially, and then two of them are gonna have drill teams. And I think the name of the game is probably to just put those two uh, drill team, like units with drill teams, into ambush and look to deploy them on a flank where it's going to be more difficult to deal with them. Because I think if they like if they go into a flank of any of his like combat units, I think they can actually break them. Because mm. like if you think about it, like if you so say you attack the side of like a unit of chosen knights, and he he gets like what. Uh, Six chosen knights attacks at you, and uh, four beast attacks, something like that. Yeah. So, so realistically, he's killing. I don't know what, like, seven rats, maybe something like that. Maybe a bit more. Maybe eight rats. That's four combat rests, and then you go like, oh well, I have a flank, which is a big flank. I have a charge. I have four uh, plus four for legion banner. Combat rests. I maybe kill a wound or two. Suddenly, I have like eight combat rests, and you have done like two. <laughs> so I basically out to break you. Okay, but how how are you going to ensure to charge him in the flank? <laughs> well, by essentially, so by essentially, I'm going to push up to the objective. That's the plan with the main part of the army, like with the fetish brutes and uh, the first unit of legionaries with the slaves standing in front of shit. And then I'm going to move the tall markers around the flank. So if he wants to advance into me, then he's going to have to risk my units turning up on the flank and going uh, into, you know, uh, into the flanks of whatever is there. Okay, Do, can the, will the slaves be steadfast for long enough? Uh, so I think they, I think they can hold maybe... Oh, because they're, they're actually unstable, they're unstable, aren't they? Yeah, exactly, ah. exactly. He doesn't actually, 
he doesn't actually have any terror causers in his army, which means that I don't risk anything like running off before he gets to fight. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so somewhat that's different really to the good. last game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the, the, the problem might come in that if he positions all of his wretched ones and stuff really well, it becomes a problem with finding, you know, that because I need a turn to deploy my units from the tunnels. So, you know, if, if he if he manages to not give me any space to deploy without having to fight wretched ones, then that's going to be a problematic. But I hope, I'm hoping that that's where my shooting can come in because I have quite a... A lot of flaming shooting, but I still have some. I have a flame, the flame throwers. I have the grenadiers, which just eat wretched ones. Yeah, I guess. I guess if you can kind of match up your shooting in the right place, like get the flaming shooting against the wretched ones and the forsaken one, and get the high strength shooting against the feldrax and the high AP shooting against the chosen knights yeah. and warriors, then uh, it could actually work out okay for you. I don't think this is as bad yeah, as you exactly. think. Exactly. I think I think it's especially like it, it depends a lot on what what Matt does, I think. But if he if he like drops first to go push at me, and then I think I'll I will i like at least have a chance to do well. I know? think I think you should um try and let him drop for first. Yeah. Because the hole of the ground is better to go second. And if he drops exactly. if he drops for first, then you can just put your fl- slaves down in front of his units and then just walk them forward and then just shoot him. And you can also shoot into combat, and your slaves are going to be yeah. there forever because they're they're unstable. Well, he's probably going to hit on twos and wound on twos, so it's kind of yeah. But like, it's but I, it's also halving combat res, right? Yeah, I I mean my prediction is that the slaves are going to last around three combat rounds uh, if they only have if they only have to fight one unit. But you also have um, occultism adepts. And witchcraft adept. Yeah, so like if if I can cast with the wheel turns, I'm you know I'm, I'm in this basically like yeah. that, then suddenly it goes from being like oh you take out twenty slaves a turn to like you take out you know fucking six or something. Yeah, and that will that's a that's a crazy good spell in this matchup, and also yeah. I mean also you can if you really wanted to don't know if I would myself but you could take hand of glory and occultism, and give the slaves ages. <laughs> Well, they don't have a champion, so I actually can't do that. Ah, okay. <laughs> like, they can't have a... They, if they could have a champion, yes, that would be amazing. But they can't stick up. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. But, it, I mean, I think also one thing to consider is the fact that I think the Fetish Brutes with the uh, the Prefect, uh, like, oh no, sorry, the, the Legate, they can actually fight most things in his list. Just remember that like, uh, D- Destiny's Court, or oh, that's the Aegis, yeah. right? That's not... Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so he's got I flaming mean, like, banners. Yeah, like the only risk is that the, he manages to kill the legate before I get to do the battle focus. But like, if he doesn't, I get to pick up forty dice with battle focus with strength four AP two. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, he like like I don't think he wants to fight that unit in a in a fair fight, you know. Yeah, so maybe that's that's going to be maybe the unit that you stand in the front. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not scoring, so that's a. I think that's that's kind of the problem here is that my scoring units have, to, in my opinion, have to go ambush. So I'll have like yeah. uh, I will only have I'll have like the Marmillo brutes who are just a unit four, so they probably can't go in the middle. And then I'll have the unit of legionaries with the bell in it, which will probably just be like behind uh, the slaves and the uh, fetish brutes. Okay, so here's here's something, Casimir. 
The Mamillo uh-huh. Brute can go up against the Warriors, I reckon, because your shooting should do a lot of damage to them, and they're striking last in combat. Yeah, that's true. They just don't. There's just not that many Mamillo Brutes, though. Like, I definitely have to reduce the amount of Warriors. Yeah, first. but if, if you can just put them opposite and just shoot them with rotary guns for, you, you get four rotary guns, right? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. it's what eight d six shots. Well, it's it's forty six until you power them up. Like if you were fit twelve, then you can go eighty six if you want. Yeah. Misfiring is really rough but, though. But but if you if you walk within twelve, and then cast a witchcraft spell on him or evil eye on him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Evil eye is actually quite good for that. And then and then he then he's on a thirteen inch charge, which means he's advanced five. So that's an eight. Are they even advanced four these days? Uh, yeah, they're advanced four. So that's a nine charge. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good in my books. You probably want to go yeah, four wide, so you just make sure you get in all of them in range. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I quite like I this. It's... I quite like this for you, Casimir. Those chariots yeah. are quite good as well. Yeah, I think the. Char- I really hope the chariots haven't haven't been able to do anything uh, for me so far, but I hope in this game, like. The key, I think, is that the chariots can't they can't match up against like warrior knights or feldrax because they they're just not fast enough. But the but the, like if I can hold off wretched ones with them, I think that I'm happy. Like if yeah. I can trade, so if I trade my chariots for five wretched ones, I think I'm happy with that trade. Yeah, that's good points. Trade. I mean, even four four of them is still okay. Yeah, exactly. Because because the chariots will go in do impact hits, then probably they die. But when they die, they explode with flaming explosions, so they probably Whoa. kill the wretched ones. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> how, how does how does the earthbreaker do in this matchup? Uh, that's a good question. Like he he's really good because he has the one plus save and he's stubborn. Mm. Uh, so well, stubborn doesn't really help if I'm within the. Uh, the, uh, the 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 bubble, which I probably won't be, but he's like he does. So he does what is it? Three d three strength uh, six, or is that a three d three or two d three plus two or something? Uh, strength six grind attacks. AP three. So, yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, maybe two d three. Not quite. Let's that see. That sounds quite so, good against warriors. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. So he does two d three strength six AP four uh, grind Ooh. attacks. So I hello, mean, chosen like, knights. I, <laughs> Yeah, it's like they, he's like quite good at like he's surprisingly good at just standing in front of stuff and be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna either take a lot of like time to kill, or I'm just gonna like you know equal your wounds every round. That we're just gonna stand there and your unit is slowly dying. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know what the math is, but if you can get him into chosen knights, then that's gonna be nice. I think Feldrax is probably even better. Oh no, they've got halberds. So yeah, chosen chosen knights is nah, good. Chosen knights is the one that yeah. you want to fight. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And like even so even if he doesn't like kill a lot, just the fact that if he holds them there for like two turns, he's like two hundred and eighty points. Like that's definitely worth it. Yeah. And and I think like as well, it, if you can take the second turn, for like let Matt drop first, talk up talk up the shooting as much as you can, because you know he'll get scared <laughs> of it. And then yeah. uh, then take the take the second turn and and then just deploy your counters in the right place. Yeah, and then just let him yeah, run, let him run at you and bounce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the, the the name of the game for me is to like make sure like how do, how do I position my shit so that he doesn't run through in what you know like one or two turns like yeah. just bog it down and if it bogs down I think that then 
that will give me time to bring my ambushes on and, and you know shoot in the combat and shit like that. Yeah, I mean you're also gonna have a toxic breath weapon. Yeah. You're also I mean if have... he if he gets close to me with either the Feldrax or the probably the Feldrax to be honest, with my Gisales, I'm like I'm I really wanna have that turn when I do the multiple ones too shooting with the Gisales and just like take off two Feldrax straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and you have all the tools. I think it should go quite well for you. Yeah, I'm thinking like I also think that it's it's definitely better than I than I initially thought. Like uh, just because he also doesn't have like that much range, and I realized no. that the vermin swarm really suffer when people bring like a lot of magic missiles and stuff like that. Well, he's gonna have alchemy magic missiles, which don't do much against you. Yeah, he's exactly. Have like evocation, shoots... which isn't only an adept, so he can only have one snipe. Yeah, and so that's like, only one so, or three hits. So basically, like in my last game against uh, Beast Hurts, what I found was that like if if somebody doesn't have the tools to shoot out the skirmishers, suddenly the skirmish like you know the the nor little rats with uh, pistols and shit, they do like tons of damage. But as soon as anybody brings like a fireball or something, they just die straight away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's got rod of battle, but so they don't really care about that. No. No, I mean like yeah. I mean he's already he's probably already hitting me on twos and wounding me on twos. So like combat buffs for him doesn't really matter in my opinion. What's the stats of the legionaries? Uh, they're defensive two, uh, strength three, resilience two. Okay, one so attack. he's only hitting you on twos if he's if he's a chosen. Yeah, that's true. So I was speaking more about the slaves. Uh, yeah, the slaves. So yeah, he's yeah. hitting the. The legion, the slaves have defensive one, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, it should be interesting. You're gonna give it a prediction. Yeah, let's say I think a bit like Thomas is gonna die. And <laughs> it's gonna be I'm bloody. Gonna clear the scenario for for I'm gonna go 13, 13 seven for me. That's the plan. Awesome. Okay, so I am playing against Sir MC two thousand fifteen, and his ogres. So I've Ooh, not, I haven't not yeah, I haven't looked at this list, so maybe you can just go through it. Yeah, I'm trying to find my cycle. Uh, see in the top? Just what is below, it? Does he have like an A-list? Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, uh, so in his A-list, he has a Wisdom Master Shaman on Shamanism with Essence of Mithril, an Iron Fist, a Heirloom... Uh, Talisman of Shielding and Gutroar. So Gutroar is what, like, fear and extra channel or something, I think. Uh, Possibly. He has Great Khan with uh, Destiny's Call. He has the Kagadai's Legacy Grave Weapons. That's the multiple ones D3 weapon. Uh, Obsidian Rock and Cult Leader. Do you think that Don't gives him a bigger bubble, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I'll have a look. You uh, can continue. Yeah, 10 Bruisers with Pennant of the Great Grass Sky, so that's probably Swiss Stride, uh, full command. Uh, 3 Tusker Cavalry with Grave Weapons, Musician, Champion. 3 Tusker, ca the Tusker Cavalry with Grave Weapon and Musician. 5 Trappers uh, and the Sabertooth. Then in the B-list, he has another con with uh, a BSB with Banner of Gnigget, which is uh, the uh, Reroll 1 banner, I believe. Uh, heavy armor, great weapon, rampagers chain and troll eater. So rampagers chain, ooh, that's not the strength one, I think. Something else. Rampagers chain. Ramp never. Uh, yeah, I've got it up here somewhere. 
What what is it? Ah, it's an artifact. Okay, the bearer yeah. gains stomp attacks D three plus one, and all oh, models yeah. in the bearer's unit must reroll failed rune rolls to wound with stomps. Yeah, so basically Stompy Guy. Uh, he has five Bruisers with Musician Champion, uh, two Yetis, hmm, that's interesting, and uh, Rock Rock with an Ogre Crossbow. And then in the C list, he has three Khans with Light Armor and Grave Weapons, uh, six Tribesmen with Iron Fist Full Command, two Saber Tusk Tigers in a unit, and two times three Bombardiers with Musicians. Hmm, okay. My list, we'll just quickly go through it again. Uh, yeah. Forest Prince, uh, General on a Great Elk, Light Arm of Destiny's Call, Silver Longbow, Silver Blaze, Titanic Might, Horn of the Hunt, have not used it yet, um, <laughs> Obsidian Rock and Wild Hunter, Druid, Eagle King, Wizard Master, Shamanism, Silver Longbow, Silver Blaze, Hero's Heart, so free attack, Shrink 5, AP3, Talisman of Shielding and a Dragonfire Gem, uh, 10 Heath Riders, uh, which are Heath Hunters, another 10 Heath Riders, which are Heath Hunters, 10 Wild Huntsman, Shield, Sylvan Lance, Standard Bearer, Full Command. Oh, no musician, actually, because I'm light troops. Standard Bearer, yeah. Champion, and Banner of Deception. Three Kestrel Knights, Shield, Champion, three Eagles. Uh, my B list is a Thicket Shepherd, BSB with Toxic Spores. Uh, forgot I had that one last game. I thought it was actually on the Dryads. Uh, Dryad Ancient, Wizard. Uh, adept on divination, twenty-three drives of scoring and champion, five thicket beats for champion. Um, then my C list is uh, ye old shapeshifter, with willow's ward, light armor, elven cloak, longbow, a spear with hunter's honor to give distracting. Uh, sixteen sylvan archers with musician, nineteen forest rangers with standard bear flaming standard musician champion, six bride maidens and a champion. Okay, cool. So what I want to know is. Uh how many of these small cons is your shapeshifter going to kill? <laughs> That's a good question. I think I can, I think he's, he can probably kill one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get four attacks, I hit him on twos, I wound him on probably fours. Are the cons yeah, I res, think they're res five. Res five. Yeah. five single models. Fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a res five. So I'm doing two wounds a turn. And he's probably... He's hitting me on fives? Yeah, probably. So he's got like... He's probably got quite a few attacks. Four attacks, yeah, so let's say five, two hits, four, yeah. two wounds. That's not ideal, to be honest. Yeah, maybe that's not what you want to fight. Uh, maybe you want to fight something else. I think um, I think these these guys are probably going to get killed by like... Briar Maidens or maybe a Kestrels will charge them. They're really, it's a little bit of a tricksy uh, ogre list, I would say. Like, normally, ogres are just, you know, like, big blocks that you mindlessly push forward, in a way, or maybe a hunter or two. Yeah, it's very kind of MSU-y, right? Yeah, like, the fact that he has five cons, or, like, four cons and one great con in this list, it's it's quite uh, it's quite a lot. And, like, two Tuscan Cavalry, the Yetis as well, are they, they like, Vanguard or something? Um, not sure, maybe? Haven't seen Yetis for a while. I think they do Vanguard, yeah. yeah. But like the Rocker Rock is obviously good. I need to they yeah, need to prioritize cool. killing that ASAP. Um, but yeah. I do have the shooting like it, and stuff. Yeah. The Bombardiers are annoying, but if I charge them with something, they should die. 
Yeah, Yeti's Vanguard. Yeah. My experience with Rock Rock is that it's like if you charge it, like you win, basically. The problem is if, if it gets to charge something, it just goes bananas. Yeah, I've, I've been on the bad side of a few of those. I think the 10 bruisers are going to be really difficult to deal with. Even I, don't, yeah. I think even the Huntsman's probably not going to go through them in one turn. No, I don't think so. Just yeah, too too many hit points. Um, the six six tribesmen is maybe. So I don't know if these three cards are going to go in the front of the six tribesmen, or if they're going to be like yeah. out on the Todd, like uh, maybe the in the Bruiser unit. I don't I don't really know. No, I think he has a lot of options, and like most of all, he can keep them in a unit, and then when you st he starts to press you a little bit, he can just explode in every direction with them, I guess. Yeah, and he's also got, he's got ten bruisers, five bruisers, and six tribesmen, so it's three blocks. And I, I don't yeah, really have any I, kind of staying power, only with the thicker beast and the dryads, and I, I don't know how well they do against these units, especially especially with like a multiple wound, great Khan hanging out. Yeah, that guy is gonna be rough if you uh, if he fights like the the figure beasts. You can't let that happen. No, I don't really want that. Um, maybe it's worth taking stars aligned just for the divine attacks. Just, just to, yeah, because of the yeah. just kill him in one go. You mean? Yeah, because he's not that well protected. He's only got a four up, four up. So yeah, exactly. so if I if I can get him in a combat and do some damage on him with divine attacks, it's it's not he's not going to last that long. No, definitely not. Um, I don't know. What else do you think's gonna how it's it's gonna be relevant? I mean, the the scenario is not in my in my in my favor really. No, he has so many four units, but, to be honest, because the Tusker score as well. I feel like the Tuskers are going to be annoying as well as the fucking the trappers are always really annoying. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely like the best eighty points you can possibly spend, and because I'm playing Sylvan Elves, it also kind of messes me up a bit with the, the forests and those extra little bits of wounds here and there are really annoying, especially for things like Huntsmen or, uh, Forest Rangers that are quite expensive wounds per model. Yeah, and if they stand in a forest as well, you can't. Like you can't charge them and you can't really shoot them either because it's minus two to shoot them. Yeah. Maybe and maybe I just need to charge some forest eagles into them and just take it in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, because the eagles are I guess serviceable with just one hit point. Yeah, he also has like a lot of chaff. Like Sabertooth Tiger, yeah, Yetis, Sabertooth Tiger, uh Trappers, and then all the Khans are two hundred and ten points each, which is ridiculously cheap for what they do. Yeah. Even You're the gonna, yeah, are cheap. It could be like a very weird movement game, I guess. Yeah, it's gonna be cagey for sure. Um but I think I think he's got a big advantage here just to to be cagey and also just put everything in the middle and say, Come at me bro, and then the Tusker cavalry just on the sides, like zoning stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, not ideal. And shamanism magic as well is like quite hard for me to deal with. Because it's it affects my movement. It affect it's got the swarm of insects which kills my lightly armored stuff. Yeah, it's it's not an ideal matchup. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we'll finish off on a low note uh, in this uh, you know in this tournament. But we'll see. Yeah, so I, I'm also needing quite a big win to pull myself back up to speed. 
Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back myself and say it's gonna be like a forty and six. But realistically, if I was going into this with ETC, I'd be like trying to get a ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the. I mean, it's the thing. Like, I have to. I have to back myself. I need that one win in this tournament. That's uh, that's all we're going for. <laughs> have you not won a game yet? No, I'm not, dude. But you won quite a lot of points. No, no, no. It's because he gave me twenty points when Overcoming didn't show up. Ah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, like I had that one game where the guy didn't show, and then he was just like, "Well, I guess you get full points, whatever." <laughs> All right, fair that's, enough. That's how I have points. So, so technically haven't won a game yet, <laughs> but almost on yep, as many points that's... as me, and I've won three. <laughs> <laughs> Charity, man. Charity. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess we'll finish off there. Um, I'm playing my game on the 24th. What about you? Oh, Christmas, man. I'm playing it uh, on the 22nd. Cool. So I guess we will probably connect with each other Oof, maybe in January just to finish off and wrap up. Yeah, exactly. We'll see if, if there's time before that, but probably January, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Um, if you want to send us a mail, you can get through to us at amatimedk at gmail.com. You can find me at the forum at Henry P. Miller. Yeah, or at Swede and on Twitter at amatimedk. Awesome. And if you want to check out our sponsor, Weird Farm Miniatures, you can find them at weird-farmminiatures.dk. Dk.